Hello and welcome to the first ever OT Blitz with Austin Carter podcast. I'm your host, as you probably figured out already, Austin Carter. I want to thank everybody for being here for the first ever episode. And I uh, just want to give a brief thing of what we'll be doing here. So I will be doing one podcast a week that I hope you guys will join me for. And we will go over every sports breaking news where football starts. We'll do like predictions and along those lines. So, I was actually going to start with, as you probably figured out, Patrick Mahomes' new contract extension, but recently just came out that got tweeted by 24-7 Sports. Just then, new evidence has emerged in Zion Williams' federal case, which claims that former Duke star and his stepfather were paid uh, $400,000 in October of 2018, which... Shouldn't even come as a surprise, in my opinion, and anybody who is shocked is crazy. Zion was highly recruited coming out, and every high recruit, let's not pretend like they're not getting paid fucking thousands of dollars, you know? So I don't know why anybody would be surprised. And I really, really want to see if Duke even gets punished for this. They're one of the biggest schools NCAA would take a major hit if they banned them from tournaments. I just can't see them getting banned. It's I find it highly impossible. But um this shouldn't this isn't gonna hurt Zion. I mean people might look at it as like just like backlash <clears throat> that he did this, but I highly doubt he'll face anything wrong with this. But then, so, what I was going to start with, Patrick Mahomes just signed the biggest contract in sports history. He got a 10-year contract extension will be up to $503 million. That's the first ever half a billion dollar contract in sports history. Crazy. And... So, just to sum that up, one year, he's making $50.3 million. One day, he's making $137,808. For every hour, he's making $5,742. Every minute, he's getting paid just under $100. $96 for every second. Of this contract, he's making over one dollar. He makes one dollar and sixty cent. And people might be saying, "This is crazy. How do you pay a guy that much money? All that stuff." Listen to this, because I don't think this is overpaid at all. I think you're going to be getting a bargain when we go down the line. Quarterbacks set up this. Set up the market, you know? So, I mean, this is going to set up the market for other guys. But when you're five years into this contract, you're going to be getting Patrick Mahomes for a steal. Because guys like Russell Wilson, guys like Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz if he can stay healthy, Dak if he ever gets his contract, guys like that, they're going to be making just as much or more than Patrick Mahomes, and in five years, he's still going to be the best quarterback in the NFL. This is the best pure passer we have seen since Dan Marino. Let's not joke about that. Let's not play it. Like, 
Dan Marino's number one. We all know Dan Marino's number one. But you can make the argument, and I'm a huge Dan Marino fan, but you can make the argument that Patrick Mahomes might be the greatest PO passer ever. I don't believe he is, but if you want to have that debate, then I'm all for it. Because, listen to this. <clears throat> Patrick Mahomes threw his first 31 games. He is 24-7. and 24-7. That is a .774 winning percentage. So just... It, like it's over seventy five percent of the games, he is winning. That is insane. His first thirty one games, he has thrown for just under ten thousand yards, nine thousand four hundred and twelve yards. That is over three hundred yards per game. He is completing sixty six percent of his passes, seventy six TDs, and only eighteen interceptions. 17 games with 300-plus yard games. He's a Super Bowl champion. Like, what more could you ask for from this guy? And this is basically in two years. Because think about it. His rookie year, he got drafted. And Alex Smith, he backed up Alex Smith. For all but one game. He started the last game of the season. But other than that, he was on the bench. So in two years, basically, this is what he's done. His second year of starting, he took a team to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. And he's an, and he's an MVP. Oh, no, he's not an MVP. I'm sorry. I don't... No, he's not. But he's very well going to be an MVP. Pretty sure we can all know that. But he, oh, that's what he is. He is a Super Bowl champ and a Super Bowl MVP. Oh, no, wait. He's a two. He is a 2018 NFL MVP. I'm sorry, he won it two years ago. He's a two time Pro Bowler, and both of the years starting, he's made the Pro Bowl. He's a first team All Pro. He has 50 TDs in one season. 50 TDs. How many other guys have done that? He's the first QB with three 10-point comebacks in one postseason. And he's only 24 years old. So you give him a 10-year extension, he has two years left on his deal. He's only going to be 36 years old when this contract is done. If in... That's what he's going to be making. Like, he's going to be a steal. Unless if he asks for a raise six, seven years. Which he probably will. Because he's probably going to have another MVP on his belt. And I guarantee another Super Bowl. Um, there was a question. And Nick Wright, a sports analyst, was asked. If Mahomes retired today, would he make the Hall of Fame? He said yes. He does believe he would. Me, personally... I don't think if you retired today, would he be in the Hall of Fame? No. Definitely not. Do you look at Sean Taylor? People consider him the greatest safety of all time. And he only played a few years before. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. And he has some amazing, amazing, amazing numbers. But you can't expect to put a guy in who's only played this short amount of time. Now, 
I think if you give it four to five more years and he decides he wants to hang up hang up his cleats, which I doubt he will. He's making way too much money. He's way too set up, you know, like there's no and he has a great relationship in Kansas City with Andy Reid. He loves being in Kansas City. So I don't see him retiring anytime soon. But if he decided to, if he gets another MVP and he gets another Super Bowl, it's first ballot easy. It's first ballot easy. Patrick Mahomes' talent is one in a million. Don't twist it any other way. He is the greatest QB we have, pure passer QB since we since Dan Marino. So I was thinking, since one quarterback got a ten-year deal, will this start making other teams want to pay? quarterbacks those 10 year deals you know so I did a list of seven other QBs young guys that could be set up to get paid pretty soon and I'm gonna tell you if I think if would I give them a 10 year deal and number one on my list is Kyler Murray 100% right out of the gate you give him a 10 year deal if Arizona could work out a 10-year deal with Kyler Murray, you'd do it. He's already a top 10 QB to me. You look at that offense they got set up from. Cliff Kingsbury knows what he's doing with them. That was his OC before. Like, Kyler Murray is set up to win. There was talks about, is he too small? Is he, is he not tall enough? Is he this? Is he that? Kyler Murray is a, a freak. He's 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 that talented. He is going to be an MVP. And I think he could win MVP this year. He is my MVP pick. You think about it. You look at second-year QBs who have won. Uh, second-year QBs who have won MVP the last few years. Wentz was going to before he got injured. Mahomes did it. Lamar did it. Like, it's crazy. Second year's quarterbacks, you're either going to make that jump into greatness or you're going to have that sophomore slump. And you can come back from that sophomore slump. But if you excel your second year, we know you're the real deal. And Kyler Murray is going to make that jump this year. And he, in my opinion, he's going to be MVP. He's set up way too. He's got Kenyon Drake in the running back in the backfield now. Catching balls for him. Hopkins. Kirk. Isabella. Like, come on, man. They're way... The Lay Fitzgerald stuff. Man, come on. They're way too talented for Kyler Murray. In that offensive line, it, it's, a, it's a little bit shaky. But it, it's getting better. I think we can all... It's getting better. And Kyler is the guy who can run away from that pressure. So it doesn't even need to be great. And if that line becomes great, and he plays for the next 10 years, and he has a decent to good old line, we could be talking about Kyler Murray as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, in my opinion. Number two on my list is Carson Wentz. No. You don't pay this guy 10 years. You can't give him a 10-year deal. 
Carson Wentz is amazing on the field, but that's the problem. When is he on the field? Last few years, he's been pretty banged up. His second year, he proved he could be an MVP. He was going to win it, but he went down. See? Every year, there's another injury with him. And that's why the Eagles were so upset when they lost Nick Foles, because now they don't have that security no more. And if they drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round, I believe. Who drafts a backup in the second round? Unless if they're planning on making him a Taysom Hill, which I think they might try. But there was rumors about the Ravens doing that with Trace McSorley. There's, I'm biased when it comes to Taysom. I love BYU, but there's only one Taysom. Jalen Hurts can't be Taysom. So you're drafting a backup quarterback in the second round. You don't have faith that your guy is going to stay healthy. There's no way you have faith that Carson Wentz can play all 16 games for you a season if you're drafting a quarterback in the second round. Number three on my list, Dak Prescott. I love Dak, and I don't believe that he gets the credit he deserves. He was number one, pa- number one in passing yards last season. Number one. And people keep writing him up, and the, and the crazy part is he's going to have to sign a franchise tag because the Cowboys... Don't want to pay him for some reason. I don't know. Jay Jones needs to get his head out of his ass or something. But come on, man. Like, pay him. Dak had a little bit of a down year last year. Even though he was number one in passing yards, he had a little bit of down down year with, like, turnovers and stuff and not coming up big when they needed him. But before then, I think he had the most fourth-quarter comebacks. Like, he's... He's way too talented not to get paid. And he's a starting quarterback in this league. He's a top 15 quarterback in this league. Like it or not, I know if there's any Redskins fans listening to this, you're not going to like it at all. But that's a good QB. But even with that being said, you can't give him a 10-year deal. A top 15 quarterback, you cannot give a 10-year deal. Sorry, you just can't. Number four on my list is Drew Locke. And this may come as a surprise to a lot of people. But if I'm John Elway, I'm handing him the keys to this team for the next 10 years. I wasn't big on Drew Locke coming out of Mizzou. I was not. I just thought he was a, a, a gunslinger. He had a big arm. A, he had mobility in the pocket. But I think he lacked decision making. But... And I think that might be still something he needs to work on. And Mizzou, they, was, they wasn't that great, you know? But the last five games he started, they went 4-1. A Denver Broncos team that wasn't doing all that went 4-1 with Drew Locke as their starting quarterback. Also, and I think second-year QBs. You could place a bet right now that Drew Locke is going to be your MVP this season. They got a lot of weapons on that team. They got running backs. They got an offensive line. And we know for damn sure they got a defense. To back him up even when he's struggling a little bit. 
But if you wanted to place a bet right now that Drew Locke was going to be your 2020 MVP, I wouldn't argue with you. Number five, Lamar Jackson. And people aren't going to like me for my answer for this. And my friends are going to hate me. But I wasn't big on Lamar when he came out at all. First year, he came in. He did some wildcat stuff with Joe Flacco still being the QB. And then he finally came in and he took it over. And they did really good. But all he was was a running back. He didn't throw that much. Second year, he wins MVP. And he did a lot better at passing. I'll give him that. He did. But there's still a lot of things I want to see. And my question is, is this MVP season a fluke? And look, listen. Just like with Cam Newton. Cam Newton's only had one great year. Think about it. He's been bad to good. He's had a few bad seasons, a few decent seasons, a few good seasons, but he's only been great once. So my question is, is this season a fluke? I think Lamar's going to, this system's going to get sniffed. I think what Tennessee did last year in the playoffs was just the beginning of sniffing him out. They had Correa just spying him the entire game. The entire game. And Lamar, yeah, he still got his yardage and all that, but he was forced to pass more. And he didn't do a great job at it. Like, come on. And, and look, I want to see what he does in the postseason also. He's 0-2 in the postseason. I think with his college career, he's been in three playoff games? I mean, three bowl games? So, in his postseason in college and the NFL, he's only won one bowl game. He's one in four out of five games. And I'm not paying a QB for 10 years if he can't prove to me that he can win a playoff game. So, I think before I could commit to Lamar for 10 years, I want to see what he does next year. Because when he faces teams twice, his numbers drastically goes down. It does. I want to see... I want to see him versus the Chiefs again. That's what I want to see. I want to see Lamar versus Mahomes. And if he beats Mahomes, I'd give him 10 years. Definitely give him 10 years. He needs to win a playoff game for me. He needs to. Number six on my list, Deshaun Watson. No. Now, hear me out. Hear me out, okay? Deshaun Watson is an amazing, amazing talent. He really is. But that team stinks. That team's bad. It's very, very bad. And they got Bill O'Brien running that team and coaching that team. That guy stinks. He's very, very bad. With that coach, 
with that O-line, with that receiving core, where your best receiver is Brandon Cooks, that guy's been on like five different teams. There's a reason he keeps getting passed around. You can't pay Deshaun Watson. Because look in five years, will he be the same player? Not beyond that O-line. He's going to be getting eaten alive for the rest of his career if he stays there. And even if they offer me a 10-year deal and it's the most money in NFL history, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm telling them no. I'm surprised Deshaun Watson hasn't asked for a trade yet. I am very, very, very surprised he has not asked for a trade. That team is terrible. How do you, how do you trade DeAndre Hopkins, arguably the number one receiver in the league, for David Johnson and a few draft picks? I don't even think you got a first. You didn't even get a first round draft pick. Come on, man. Bill O'Brien's got to go. Deshaun Watson needs to get out. Number seven on my list, Joe Burrow. 100%. Yes. Look, I know what you're thinking. He hasn't even played it down in the NFL. He needs to see. You got to see what he does. No, you don't. The Cincinnati Bengals are a dumpster fire. Getting him was striking gold. Because even on a terrible team, he's still going to be good. He's still going to be good. Don't get it twisted. He's still going to be good. Joe Burrow is very, very talented. And if somehow that dumpster fire of an organization could get him to say yes to a 10-year deal, how do, you, how, how, do you, how do you not give it to him? He's your best quarterback and he has it. He's your best quarterback in the, uh, since Carson Palmer. And how long has Carson Palmer been gone? You started guys like Andy Dalton, who couldn't even win a postseason game, struggled when the lights are on. You started guys like AJ McCarron, product product of Nick Saban, right there. I, if I'm Cincinnati and Joe Burrow wants a 10-year deal, I don't know how you don't give it to him. But, you know, Cincinnati messes up a lot of things. So, um, yesterday or a few days ago, Raheem Mostert asked for a trade request. Running back for the 49ers. You know, and I'm going to look up his... Numbers. I don't want to give y'all nothing wrong. But I don't get where this guy gets off asking for a pay raise. Because you had one good year. Asking for a trade to be a number one money back. Because you had one good year. But you're a special teams player. Like it or not. That's what you are. You got paid on the biggest special team player contracts when they signed you. Because you're a great special teams player. But Raheem Mostert is not a good running back. He's had one good year. 2015 came to the league. He was on three different teams. He dressed for 11 games that season. He didn't start one game. He didn't get one rush. He was in Cleveland, Miami, and Baltimore. 2016 finds a new home in Chicago. And 
For them, he starts two games. No, I'm sorry. He was in two games. He did nothing. He didn't get a touch. Then, I guess they release him or whatever. He goes to San Fran. He trusts for one game. He gets one carry. Six shards. 2017, he still stays in San Fran. He dresses 11 games. He gets six rushes for 30 yards. No TDs. 2018, 2018, he's still in San Francisco. He dresses for nine games. Gets 34 rushes for 261 yards, which is not bad, and but only one TD. So then, last year, 2019, Raheem Mozart, he he dresses all 16 games. He doesn't start one. So he was never the one, no one option, option, you know. He had 137 rushes for 772 yards, eight TDs. It's very good. It's good. You're splitting carries. That's That's really good. But who's your head coach? You're a product of Kyle Shanahan. Raheem Mooser is a product of Kyle Shanahan's money system. Kyle Shanahan is easily, easily the number one money, money scheme in the NFL. He can put an offensive lineman back there, and I guarantee he averages three yards a carry. Which you want to average four, but I guarantee a 350-pound man can average three yards a carry. Might even touch four. Or he most of out of his mind. He wants a trade, I give it to him. I guarantee you your third string on the bench is just as good as him. Moving on. So, early on the week, Cam Newton agreed to a new deal. With the New England Patriots. And a lot of people are high on this move. I'm not. What does Cam Newton bring you? He's had one great season, like I said before. Just one great season. I just don't get... Just don't get it. Look, with Stidham starting... He's way better than Stidham. He is. So you got better at the QB position. But that offense stinks. Jordan Edelman is a former shell of himself. I don't even know who's starting a tight end this season. Um, the receiver they drafted last year, what's his name? It's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, Harry? Nicole Harry? Uh, Harry? Uh, something Harry? Yeah. He did nothing! Look, Matt... The best thing there is they check down running backs. So, and that defense isn't the same no more. Ever since Brian Flores left, that de- they built, uh, they, I know people are going to say Bill runs it, blah, blah, blah. But why has that defense been the same since Brian Flores left for Miami? Like, you can't argue the facts, man. Look, all Cam Newton did, New England Patriots fans, is fuck you out of a top 10 five pick. So now you won't get your pick of Lawrence. You won't get your pick of Fields or Lance. You're going to have to wait and see how it rolls out. Because Cam's going to get you six wins. At least. He 
And if I were me, I would have just tanked the season. I got your pick. If you like most, Lawrence, Fields, or Lance. ESPN came out today and ranked their top 10 running backs in the NFL going into the 2020 season. Number one was Saquon Barkley. Number two, Christian McCaffrey. Number three, Zeke. Number four, Kamara. Number five, Derrick Henry. Number six, Cook. Number seven, Chubb. Number eight, Mixon. Number nine, Jacobs. And number 10, Bell. This list is wrong. I think it was like 50 people put together of coaches, scouts, and players. These guys should never be allowed to vote again. Let me ask you something. How is the guy... How is Derrick Henry number five? You're telling me he's not a top three runner? In my head, he is the number one running back in the league. He led the league in rushing last year. He bulldozed the Ravens and the Patriots to get them to the AFC Championship. The dude was nonstop force. He was a freight train. But you're telling me you're putting Zeke and Kamara in front of him? Kamara! And Kamara's a good running back. Very good running back. But you're telling me he's better than Derrick Henry? My list, top three, would definitely be Henry, McCaffrey, then Barkley. Barkley's amazing, don't get me wrong, he really is. But I think McCaffrey does way too much for that team, and I think Derrick Henry is just the best running back in the league. But my question is this. How the hell is Joe Mixon and Le'Veon Bell on this list, but not Mark Ingram or Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones last year was insane. Insane out of the backfield, catching passes, and running. He was the best player on Green Bay last year. And he's not a top 10 running back? Man, cut the bull. There's no way that Mixon is better than him. And Le'Veon Bell was a former shell of himself because he decided to hold out for so long. And we all know Adam Gase ain't running no football. Come on, man. No. And Mark Ingram not being in the top 10 is a complete joke. Complete joke. He was dominant for the Saints before he, and then he decided to go to free agency and he signed with the Ravens. Like it or not, in my opinion, Mark Ingham is the most important piece to that Baltimore Ravens offense. He got injured before the game with Tennessee in the playoffs. Right when he pulled whatever he pulled, I think it was his hamstring. It was calf, something like that. Right when he went down, I knew the game was over. People are going to say them. I'm not saying he's the best player on that offense. It's probably Lam- it's it's Lamar. Lamar's the best player on that offense. He is, and definitely the best athlete. But Ingram opens up so much for that offense. Lamar is able to run better because of him, because they got to be scared of the read option. He tires those linebackers out. He tires that defensive line. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He opens up the passing game because they're scared of the play action. 
Guys, Mark Ingram is a top 10 running back. He is the most important player on that Ravens offense. Like, I just... I don't get how Joe Mixon and Le'Veon Bell makes this list. I, re I really don't see it. I really, really, really don't see it. So going in after that, though... The Ravens, uh, the Ravens announced that they will go from 71,000 fan capacity. That is what the stadium can hold to just 14,000 fans. And this should come as a surprise with COVID. And I, honestly, in the next few two weeks or so, I see every team announcing the same number, uh, around the same number as them. It's the smartest thing to do right now because nobody wants to watch football without fans. Nobody wants to watch that. And you and, and they like players are saying let's mic up, but you can't mic those players up. You know how many racial slurs and F bombs and just so many things they can't put that on live television. You know how fast Fox would get sued? Or CBS? Or ESPN or NFL Network, wherever they're televising these games, they're gonna get sued out of the ass. So, um, I'm pretty sure every team is going to allow fans to come. But it's just, it's going to be cut down drastically. Um, NBA season's about to start back up. Everybody got to the bubble, you know, in Orlando. So, I don't have much to say about basketball right now other than the Zion news. But it's going to be a lot more... NBA news coming up pretty soon. Um, but for our final topic, uh, UFC 251 is on Saturday. And uh, via Abraham Kawa, apparently he has a lot of knowledge on the UFC. He tweeted, rumor has it, Usman is upset that Jorge is getting all the media attention as asked the UFC to please include him in the national media spots. You look up interviews, you can't find Usman getting an interview. It's all Jorge. That's your main event. If you guys didn't know, Jorge took this fight very short notice. This is going to be a real fight. Neither of these guys have a camp. They wasn't preparing for this style, you know, a week, uh, two weeks ago. This is going to be a brawl. But if this rumor is true, Usman needs to get his head out of his ass. He needs to get his head on straight, man. Because if he believes this, <clears throat> if this rumor is true, he already lost the fight. Jorge is amazing at hit games. He messes with your mind. And if you're openly coming out and saying this, if he really said this, Usman doesn't stand a chance. He already lost his fight. You got to understand, Jorge is one of the most popular fighters in the UFC. Look, he knocked out that guy a year ago with the quickest knockout in UFC history. That started his name. Then he was lucky enough to fight Nate Diaz, one a UFC icon. One of the biggest fan bases ever are for the Diaz brothers. And he got to fight one of them. And you know Diaz blows. Like, he, he says his shit. 
you know, AR know that. He does whatever he wants. And he talks a lot of game. And he gets attention to fights. So you... Nate kept saying he was the baddest motherfucker in the game. The UFC made a title just for the Jorge versus Diaz fight. And right when Jorge wore that title, his fame skyrocketed. And after he beats Usman, it's going to skyrocket even more. My opinion is this fight's easy. Jorge's taking it home easy. Usman's not even going to, it's not going five rounds. Usman's going to be on his ass by round three. And just like that, that's the end of my first podcast. I want to thank everyone for tuning in and listening. Um, I think it's going to be about one. Po- uh, I'm going to do one podcast a week just to keep you all informed. I think it's going to be yeah, one podcast a week. And um. I want to thank everyone. Yeah, I want to thank everyone for just coming to listen, hanging out with me, you know. And um, this is OT Blitz with Austin Carter. Thank you, guys.